connectors of taste, sommeliers are more than experts at pairing great wine and food. Hear from the wine, beer, and spirit storytellers we entrust to guide us towards the discovery of things we never even knew we loved on the Sommelier Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Sommelier Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the co-founder of Mmm, Just Enjoy Wines, Molly Matelski. Molly, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. No, what a pleasure getting to know you. Yes, it's been uh, exciting to hear about your journey as well. <laughs> no, and, and yours a little bit, uh, well, it's in the making for quite some time, but a little bit newer in the sense that just in the last couple of months, uh, you've launched this amazing brand. Yes, uh, obviously during the pandemic, it was a bit of an adventure um, going back and forth between uh, uh, because our wines are Italian, so yeah. working with Italian producers to uh, make uh, bring this to fruition. I know Italy was going through some stuff back then. Yes, well, I mean, I mean everyone world, right, is, right, yeah, right, right. yeah, and and continually, there's you know different things that keep coming up that uh, uh, keep our us on our toes. And <laughs> but tell me about the brand itself. So uh, just to understand, you know, what it is, what you started, and for those that don't know. Sure. So we are um, unpretentious, inviting, and colorful Italian wines, making life's moments effortlessly enjoyable. So we really wanted to break away from that traditional thought of what Italian wines are, or just the wine um, industry as a whole. Um, we really wanted to be fun, inviting. Um, if someone tells me that they know nothing about wine, I say, perfect, <laughs> you uh, are welcome to drink ours or, or uh, engage with us because um, that's not what's important to uh, us. Our wines happen to be uh, great quality, but that is like a, oh, by the way, um, the more important thing is uh, that <laughs> they enjoy the moment, the people they're with, um, really kind of um, embracing the Italian uh, approach to, to life. And that seems to be more what you're about, too, is the experience, it seems like, as we were talking about, you know, really great wine. It's still great wine not to take away from it, but, you know, you're really trying to build this experience around the wine itself, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, so um, first, I, I do apologize that I didn't list the types of wines that we have um, in our portfolio currently. Um, so they are all from the Friuli region of Italy in the northeast, about an hour away from Venice. Okay. And uh, so we have a Prosecco, a Pinot Grigio, a Rosé, and hopefully this week we will be launching our Prosecco Rosé. Wow. Uh, so definitely all of these uh, varietals, very fun and uh, easygoing. Um, but we wanted to go beyond just being a wine brand and also be a lifestyle brand. So whether uh, you um, choose to engage with us with various events and or you're an art lover or, you know, you like to go and listen to music, we hope to be able to engage with you in those different ways. And even if you don't um, drink, uh, you can still enjoy our philosophy. And and uh, yeah, I love that making it very inclusive. Now, where was this passion or desire to start your own wine company? Where did that come from? Yeah, so it's a, a bit of a, a, a windy road. Um, so my partner, um, who is Italian, uh, started in an Italian import company about seven years ago. Um, and then I, on the other end, uh, my background is hotel and restaurant management and openings. Um, and I, Oh, specifically openings. Um, so I've done a number of, of different openings in the process um, because 
I was on the operation support resources for Marriott, and so a lot of times when they needed support would be for openings or renovations or management. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And then from that experience, then I did um, do some consulting on, um, like, for instance, a, a restaurant opening on Michigan Avenue a few years ago and things like that. That's exciting. That's really exciting. <laughs> I'm sure it's very helpful, too, in launching you know this and your brand, and uh, it seems like you're doing a lot of those events, which we'll get to, right? But going back to what you were saying about uh, getting into the wine business. Yes. Yeah, so, so being on the uh, restaurant side and, and hotel side of things, kind of understanding what it's like to be a wine buyer, um, definitely influenced the way um, that I thought about uh, starting this brand. And then um, on my partner's side, he uh, came to the U.S. and started a company uh, for um, called Italian Expo and uh, did various things from Italian Fashion Week to Italian Expos to both B2B and B2C uh, events. And so definitely that has played an influence on our, uh, you know, how we approach the lifestyle piece of it and, and how do we want to engage with individuals um, uh, through events. And then, um, yes, through that, uh, he um, had met a lot of producers that needed support um, in the American market. And so um, he was like, maybe I could start importing. <laughs> and then um, actually during the pandemic, oh, had to close um, the event space that we that he had and um, put on hold the event company and then put more focus on the the wine imports. And then so through that, we got to meet some amazing producers and um, and that kind of thing and, and grow our knowledge of, of uh, Italian wines. And uh, then we saw an opportunity in the market uh, for something, like we said, uh, a little bit more um, fun and bold and, and, and that kind of thing. It definitely has a very fun feel to it. And, and the label is awesome. I mean, it's very different. It stands out, right? Um, but you found a lot of success fairly quickly uh, doing what you do. And it seems like, you know, the strategy has been working for, for the way you've been expanding, but really have started here in Chicago with that, uh, that, that brand awareness, right? Absolutely. So, you know, being based in Chicago, our, our warehouse is in Northbrook, but, you know, we live here in Chicago and um, we've uh, grown relationships with uh, with a, a number of communities. And we wanted to not only support other local businesses, um, but also felt that they are really close to their communities. And so um, it's been a really uh, a joy to uh, get to meet these individuals and talk to them on different levels and then also meet their their consumers and um, and kind of learn from from them as well. It's a, a great opportunity for um, getting feedback, and and people have been very receptive. And uh, like this weekend, you know, <clears throat> did a couple of tastings, and um, people were very uh, open about like what did they like, what did they uh, not like, where did they think that they could see our wine, and so those kinds of things are invaluable uh, whenever uh, whenever you're launching a brand. And one of the things that you had mentioned, too, was just how on its own, it's it's a good wine, right? And so as much as it's fun, I think that's, that's um, I don't want to say a challenge, right, because I don't know, but it, it seems like a lot of brands, at least that I've come to know that have that more fun, maybe don't get taken as seriously. How have you approached that aspect of making sure that regardless, you know, you have this great uh, philosophy, this great mission, this great community that you're building, but that people really know that the wine uh, stands on its own? Absolutely. So um, certainly I think that our background helps to um, establish that um, we do go to our producers. We're working side by side with them to produce the wines in the expression that we would like, uh, but also choosing to work with producers that um, that follow the practices that, that we find to produce high quality um, wines. So that is um, definitely very important. And then, um, you know, it's 
yes, it's like the you can draw people in with the fun, engaging label or or story, but at the end of the day, the product has to be um, there. And so it's really exciting whenever someone tastes it and then they're like, oh, wow, that's actually really good. Um, I mean, even and and it's all different kinds of demographics. Uh, We really, when we launched this brand, wanted to be them to be fairly um, universal that not okay, maybe not every single person might enjoy it, but they're kind of proud crowd pleasers so you can bring it to your next dinner party or you can um, have it for an event and you can be pretty assured that most people will enjoy it Um, so that was really important to us so they're all quite uh, they're fairly dry but they're fruit forward and just a touch of sweetness Um, so it it kind of satisfies a lot of palates that's Um, awesome yeah very very cool now, the approach you're taking as far as getting that brand awareness, uh, one, I just think it's awesome because you're the artistic side of things, right? One, the label kind of screams, you know, artsy in a sense, but then also with DJs and, and pop-ups that you're doing, tell me about that and how that's been going. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So um, prior to launching, we had anticipated that some of the individuals whom the uh, label or brand might resonate with are people who enjoy various types of art, whether that is... Uh, physical, I mean, like art or uh, theater or, um, I'm sorry, visual arts is what I meant to say. Sure. Um, uh, but then once you actually get it in front of people, it's 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 interesting to see the different reaction that they have and, and the excitement behind it and, and how they visualize it in a different way. So, um, you know, recently we did, uh, we were able to uh, pour our wine at a pop-up event uh, for some local Chicago artists, and especially amongst those to have our, our wine there, it really brings out um, the artistic side of the wine as well. Um, and then additionally, you know, we thought that, okay, music is something that people really engage with. I think it's something that resonates uh, with a lot of different people. And um, so we are working with um, uh, DJs as well as um, a Chicago uh, blues artist and and that kind of thing to uh, to bring uh, experiences outside of of the wine. That's so cool. And and how has it been received? I mean, in Chicago, do you think it has that that like acceptance that it's wine is just part of the culture here, so it's a little more you know open. And as far as just you being uh, a local, I mean, brand, right? That's something that's different. I don't know of too many brands, especially from a wine standpoint, that are local. How 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 has that reception been for you? Well, definitely. Um, the mo- once uh, you know, if I'm let's say doing a tasting and they say, "Oh, you know, I just launched it. Uh, I'm, I'm local," and then they're like, "Oh, well, in that case, I need to. I ha- I have to try it," um, which oh, I do really, really. appreciate. Um, that aspect of of Chicago um, is that it, you you really get the sense that people really want to support each other and, and they really value that, that kind of like startup, um, hustle. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and certainly they're like, you know, when you're not, I mean, we will be working with ambassadors, but whenever you, I have the chance to be the one behind, um, the counter doing the pouring and, and engaging with guests, that's my favorite. Um, and once they, they see that they, they're like, oh, okay, you're, you're not just like a, uh, you know, a third party person that's like, presenting this wine. It's, it's, it's something that, that you really care about. Um, so, so that's been really great. Um, certainly Chicago is a, a great, um, market to start in, but I do think that there's a lot of, um, other markets, you know, I have, uh, a list of, of key markets that I look forward to introducing our wines to. And in fact, actually, um, but with our, uh, our distributors, uh, um, 
for other wines, uh, we're able to, we just got into Michigan, Nebraska, and Wisconsin as well. Oh, nice. Um, and so, thank you. <laughs> um, but those all have a lot of different um, individuals that can engage with it as well. I mean, you know, you've got Milwaukee, which uh, is like, uh, has so many different options. And Detroit, um, a few years ago, um, I was an attendee, not a, <laughs> a person, but of the uh, Forbes 30 Under 30, and just the growth and all of the exciting things that they're doing in, in so many levels. There's a lot of excitement there. So I, I look forward to uh, traveling there and doing some activations in those uh, locations as well. Very cool. What an exciting life. <laughs> it's taking you everywhere, right? Yeah. What's the biggest thing from, I mean, not, not to get too much into like the business side of things, right? But this is, it's a cool adventure you're on. What's the biggest thing that you've had to learn and overcome in the process in the short time that um, that you've launched the brand? It's very different than launching, you know, a, a location, right? Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, the, the hardest thing is um, uh, having to say no um, and understanding that like it's just some things you're not going to be able to do uh, right now or you know um, you you have to uh, like, I like no from like an idea standpoint more than anything like no no to yourself or no to others both, both yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like you know you have a lot of ideas that you want to implement sure. that you have to say okay you know like not yet but then also um, you know as the your name is getting out there, more and more people are reaching out to you for different things. And you have to realize like, okay, you know, um, I'm, uh, I can't spread myself too thin because then I won't be able to commit to, um, all of those different individuals or projects in the way that I want. Um, but it's hard to say because you want to say yes to everything for absolutely, sure. Absolutely. And now and you've had a lot of success in Italian restaurants here in Chicago <laughs> at the very least, right? I mean, it's just a good thing. I mean, if you're not accepted by the Italian community, right? Um, that's, that's probably a problem, <laughs> but where, where do you see this really evolving kind of next step beyond the, the Italian cuisine or at least being affiliated just with Italian and, and more approachable to like an everyday type of wine? For sure. So um, I really, there's, uh, I would like to change the perception of, of uh, Italian, uh, of our Italian wines on a number of level, levels, um, because particularly this first line of wines, they have uh, a nice amount of acidity. Um, as I mentioned, they're, they're fairly dry, so they can be paired with a lot of different uh, cuisines. Um, and like Prosecco, I know um, it's often seen as just for a celebratory mm -hmm. cheers or perhaps to start uh, the evening off or bottomless brunch, but uh, <laughs> mimosas, but there is so much more to it. And actually it's, it's very versatile because the bubbles help cleanse your palate. And like I said, the high acidity um, is really great for food pairing uh, throughout the meal and, and even in dessert. Um, so I think that uh, again, going into our, you know, there's a lot of fun, uh, places that I would like to be in, whether it's like um, a, a different like bars or clubs, or um, you know we are in a couple strategic locations um, that will be on the the beach and at Millennium Park. Um, Very cool, look at you, yeah, <laughs> making moves. Yeah, so um, so yes, I think it's it's one of those things. It's it takes time. It's a um, it's like education and and that kind of thing that uh, to understand that it, that uh, Italian wine is is very versatile and and certainly you know we have a lot of relationships with these Italian chefs and owners um, that we built over the years. Uh, 
but there's there's so much more that I I look forward to exploring. For sure. And, and tell me a little bit more about the education piece because that was an important part uh, when we were talking earlier. How do you approach the like the learning curve or you know just just people who are seeing your brand as, as the more approachable brand or something that they can you know get into but yet want to explore more, right? How how do you uh, weave that into what the brand is as far as educating uh, your your clientele as well? Sure. So, are you saying educating on um, general, wine or wine in general? I would say more than. I mean, I guess your wine is one thing, right? But for a lot of these, what it seems like is, if it's unapproachable, right? They're, they're coming <laughs> sure. to you maybe for the first time or like not don't know much about wine. How are you, uh, or what's the plan at least for the brand to be that educator for the clientele? Sure. So, um, I do think that uh, there are. It's more and more um, organizations are trying to make wine more approachable they're they're realizing that there's this gap and it's and it's uh, doesn't necessarily make sense and it's like why um, exclude so many individuals um, so uh, for instance like a, a f- couple friends of mine they have slick uh, wines they do approachable wine education they're on TikTok doing fun videos and things like that so i i uh, foresee possibly you know doing some projects with either like them or some other organizations that that have already like established a really uh, approachable way to to bring education um and and then again i mean sometimes like when our, our events we're not the only uh, wines that are on there and so you know we can definitely uh, we're happy to support other brands as well and and other wines you know ours for this year is just whites and rosés and sparkling um but of course you know there's a lot of uh, italian reds out there as well um so we're definitely happy to say like oh what kind of wine do you uh, have you enjoyed in the past and then directing them to something that might be similar um in the italian uh, varietal and when you guys picked these specific ones that you mentioned the four that you have um was it that Hey, this is where we're starting. This is a great starting point, but we already know that the next four are going to be this. Or is that something that just one step at a time? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, we felt pretty confident about these first four, for sure. Um, for one, like the Prosecco is my baby. It's like uh, whenever I, we first decided to launch this brand, it's the one that I was like, you know, we have to have Prosecco. Um, because it's bubbly, it's uh, it gets uh, the the moment started, and it's fun and 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 unpretentious, just as the uh, the brand uh, aims to be. Um, but it's also enjoyed throughout the year as well. So um, we knew that we would be launching our first round in summer, so that did influence um, like uh, using choosing to do the rosé and the prosecco rosé. Um, but the Prosecco itself, we were like, okay, this is great uh, starting point because it is something that people have heard of also. Um, and so there's like the, a, an opportunity to um, get into the market in that way. But we also want to help them understand that it can also be enjoyed in different ways. Um, and then as far as like the red wines go, obviously um, much more time is taken into uh, creating reds. And uh, there's a lot of um, <laughs> of amazing reds, but we wanted to kind of gauge how people are interacting with our brand first um, and see what uh, what they are enjoying and um, then maybe we'll start to do kind of some like maybe uh, testing of like okay let's we're thinking about a couple of different reds maybe we'll do some some on-site testing and seeing like what what do people 
uh, enjoy the most. Absolutely not. It's very smart and a great approach, especially when you know, you're starting out to, to really connect with, with your community in that way, which is, again, very, very smart. What is the, the vision for the brand in the future and just going forward? Um, you know, it's, it's very open-ended, I would say. Uh, my partner and I are very, um, uh, very flexible and very um, uh, spontaneous and, and that kind of thing. We, we've already, you know, in, in a month, you know, we've changed our direction and, or things that we want to do. Um, so I think, you know, over this, especially in this first year, it's all about kind of market research and understanding what do our guests want? What are we missing? Um, what can we do better? Um, and then the other piece is something that it's, um, you know, we're just starting to get into, but it's something that uh, I really hope uh, for not only our brand, but our industry as a whole, and that is to be more accessible. Um, so we are uh, taking this time to learn more about accessibility, um, not only um, for our products, but also for events, and, and how can we um, uh, weave that into our, our mission. Um, and then also then sharing this information and, and trying to get that word out so that hopefully we can work with other organizations or other big name brands uh, to collectively be more accessible. That's awesome. And how can people follow you, find or more information or where the next event's going to be? Absolutely. So uh, the best way is either um, at our website, enjoymmm, that's four ms.com. Um, same for the Instagram, it's the at enjoymmm wines. Uh, so those are the best ways um, to, to get, uh, uh, be um uh, Keep informed. in the loop. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome and, and very exciting. Honestly, congratulations on everything because, you know, in, in a short amount of time, like I said, you've managed to, to really make a dent here and, and do some really cool things. So congratulations and excited to, to see what the future holds for you. Thank you. Thank you for, for having me. It, it really uh, means a lot. And it's, again, that, that uh, local supporting local is really appreciated.